What's up, friends? Over here in America, it is Thanksgiving week, and I know I've got friends listening from all over the world. Like, shout out to my India girls out there. But I want to invite you all to join this conversation with me today because here in America, it's Thanksgiving week, and ready or not, it's here and food is everywhere. So whether you are celebrating or not, I know that you guys can get lots out of today. My mission is to empower you as we're in the midst of food season. I want to help you navigate this balance of enjoying all the holiday foods, doing it without getting to a place where you feel so terrible that you're vulnerable to this pendulum swing that I know you all know what I'm talking about, where it's like we overindulge in the holidays and then we feel like we need to jump into some extreme dieting come January. So I really want to help like inoculate this situation and prevent it from playing out the way it has in years past. Today, I'm going to equip you with the tools you need to help you eat holiday foods mindfully and enjoyably, but in a way where you don't find yourself binging or feeling guilty afterwards, which, guys, it really takes away from the whole holiday season. So we want to just inoculate the situation. Let's get rid of it now. And I've got three tactical tips to get you all there today. It's going to be a good one. Before we dive in, here is the review of the week. And... For those of you that are taking the time to send these to me, I just want to say thank you. Guys, if you do want to be highlighted on the show, you can say your name, not say your name. Head on over to JessBrownRD.com. If you click on podcast, there's a big orange button. You can leave your testimony there. You can ask me a question. I'd love to feature you at the beginning of the show. So head on over to JessBrownRD.com. Oh, and while you're there, be sure you grab my three steps to empowered eating guide. Guys, totally free. My gift to you. You can find that on the homepage. So before we dive in today, here's a message from one of the girls who has conquered this journey and now lives the empowered eating life. It was so cool to see your journey and I'm glad she's sharing a bit with you guys here today. Hi, my name is Natalie. I began working with Jessica Brown at the beginning of 2018. I was actually referred over to her by um, a GI specialist who was helping me with some stomach problems I was having and we were just trying to find some answers. I was so excited at first when I heard that I was going to be referred to a quote-unquote dietitian. Um, In my brain, that meant someone who was going to help me lose weight. Um, And that is all that I had cared about at the time um, when I got that referral. And I was like, yes, a doctor is backing this. I am going to finally have the answers to be, again, skinny, if you will, um, because she is going to help me. And from there, um, Jess has helped me with so much more than just figuring out how that is not always the answer. Um, But um, Jess was able to unlock so much more for me that I didn't even realize needed to be unlocked. Um, stuff from my childhood, from my past that, um, of different eating disorders and struggles that I have had growing up, um, which was just incredible. Um, Jess is seriously one of the most authentic, genuine people I have ever met. She is who she truly is, is just who she is, which was so amazing. And one of the things about Jess is she just meets you where you're at. She doesn't tell you how you should think, um, why you should think the way that you do or don't. Jess is also one of the most incredible listeners um, I have ever worked with. She listens. She truly looks deep into you and listens, which is amazing. She's able to pick apart things and really just show you um, truth behind what she's trying to share with you based off of science, facts, everything. And she tells you like it is, which is 
one of the things that I was so grateful for is she, she just had truth bombs that were, I couldn't argue. Um, I could have opinions about, but it really, there was no way to argue them. And she just, just helped me through so, so much. Her and I also happened to, we share a similar faith. And so, um, we were able to bring that into my journey and, um, help me basically change my mindset of, yes, I was there to figure out what my stomach problems were. But again, we do way deep. And within that journey, I was able to figure out my stomach <laughs> issues and that's a whole other story. But, um, truly, what I was honestly able to do and it sounds so cliche but really ultimately love myself for who I am who I have become and how I look so um, I would I recommend Jess to everyone I constantly I'm still talking about her three years later recommending her showing people her Instagram her podcast everything because she has helped me and people can see um, who Jess truly is because of who I am now so um, I love Jess she is incredible and I am so grateful that I have had the chance to work with her all of these years What's up, food friends? Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Jazz, and if you're new here, I'm so happy you are here. I am a body bully warrior, food freedom guru, nutrition nerd with a capital R D. Get it for registered dietitian. I am here to help you become an empowered eater. I'm dishing out nutrition fun with a side of science as we learn how to let go of guilt and that all or nothing mentality. I'm an eating disorder and insecurity filled girl turned energizer bunny who just has an insatiable appetite for life. I'm a speaker, founder, and certified eating disorder and sports nutrition specialist. I'm fueled by faith, delicious food, and lots and lots of fun. I am in your corner cheering you on because I know you have this inner awesome and we just need to fuel it right. We need to fuel it with the right food, the right mental thoughts, the right relationships. I'm here to fuel your awesome with the nutrition info that supports you, empowers you, mental strength training, and confidence that radiates regardless of your body shape. You know you hold an inner awesome and I know you know this because you're here. You downloaded this podcast, you're listening, you're tuning in. So if you're ready to be the healthiest version of yourself, here we go. Food freedom means food is just food and you can channel that energy you used to use to obsess about food in your body. Now we take that energy and we can channel it towards serving your purpose, your family, your work, your inner awesome. It's so crazy how there's this ripple effect when we allow ourselves to be the healthiest version of ourselves. Our family feels it, our work feels it, girls of world needs it. I'm stoked to be in your corner. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at JessBrownRD or check out all my resources at JessBrownRD.com. All right, Superwoman, are you ready to channel that inner awesome? We're going to take it up to the next level. Grab a cup of coffee, lace up your running shoes, let's dive into today's show. Okay, so when I'm dropping this episode, it's actually Thanksgiving week, and we've got a few days before all of the food festivities start. Well, actually, I think it starts on Wednesday. I mean, Thursday is the day we actually sit down and have the meal, but the food really starts popping up on Wednesday because family starts showing up. Um, If you're at work, people tend to bring lots of stuff in starting Wednesday, maybe sooner, actually. I'm like, as I'm sitting here walking through this, I'm going, no, wait, it starts today. (laughs) Good thing we're talking about this on a Monday morning. There's also other things that are starting. Like by the time this drops, I will have absolutely 100% dumped Christmas all over my house. Yes, I am the person that decorates the week of Thanksgiving. And the reason I do it is because 
<laughs> here I I'm sitting here explaining myself to y'all. It's like I have to justify it. <laughs> this gives you a glimpse of what happens in my house every week because or every year because I tell my husband, okay, it's time to decorate. And I get all excited. And he's like, babe, it's not Thanksgiving. You need to, you know, slow it down. And I like have this whole reason as to why I have to decorate early and I have to justify it and explain it. Uh, so there you go. Y'all got a little glimpse into what it's like in the brown house uh, the week of Thanksgiving. But I win every single time because it goes up <laughs> before Thanksgiving every single year. I had to block a whole day on my calendar just to decorate because I'm that crazy. I have this is so this is slightly embarrassing, but I have about 12 Christmas trees of various sizes, um, not counting any that are under three feet. But yeah, I have a lot. I like to make it look like I want people to like walk in my house and feel like they're in a Christmas decorated forest. <laughs> That's my goal. So my house is fully decorated. Um, we've got football games on the TV. We've got some football games we're planning to play. Families coming in town and all my favorite food is popping up. So one of the things I'm most grateful for in this holiday season is my ability to now just enjoy this season for what it is and all the things that come with it, not just food. I'm able to focus on how it's a time to gather with friends, family, people we love, reunite, connect with humans, take a break from work, and really count the blessings that we have in our life. And if I'm being totally honest, I have not always enjoyed this holiday this way. This holiday used to be extremely stressful for me, especially when I was in the thick of my eating disorder and before I had a really solid food foundation laid under me. So I used to think that I had to follow this like extreme plan, this all or nothing, black or white, eat all the things or none of the things mentality. And this mentality really shined during the holiday season. I mean, the extreme side of me really came out. So specifically looking at Thanksgiving week, what this used to look like was eating extremely low calorie on Monday and Tuesday. And then Wednesday, like the food would really start popping up, like friends would be coming back in town, family coming in town. Um, I'd be really struggling with my willpower at this point and trying to like figure out how I could get in the gym more and starting to schedule like extra hours at the gym, trying to think of ways I could cheat my intake and reduce it when I wasn't around people. And all of this was in efforts to make space for what I had called cheap food because that was starting to pop up and I knew I only had so much willpower and I wouldn't be able to withstand it the whole time. So Wednesday, I usually would end up overdoing it at the gym and then at the same time staying up super late because I was hanging out with people. Um, we'd be eating, drinking, wake up Thursday morning like already exhausted, but I generally take it. I usually partake in some form of exercise like the turkey trot or we go for a hike, which that is a family tradition and that's something I will always do. But the bummer about it in this setting was that I was exhausted. Like I went into it looking at it more as a means to burn calories as opposed to like just getting out and having fun with my family and starting the day off with some awesome movement. So then the rest of the day we'd be in the kitchen cooking and I would do everything I could to like restrict and not eat, not have a bite. I wouldn't want to like break the eating seal <laughs> until like four or five o'clock when we actually sat down to eat. Now, when I think about those days, oh, it like gives me a little bit of anxiety because it was seriously like the whole day was so focused on just my restraint and my willpower. And then by the time the meal actually came around, I was shaky. I was cranky. My skin was dried out. I was tired. If I'd had anything to drink, I was already like 
too buzzed in a place that wasn't a good place for me to be. And then I'd sit down and just binge on the food. I would have two to three plates of this food that I loved, but I would eat it so fast because I was starving. I would get to the point where I felt sick. I couldn't move. I call it Thanksgiving Day food coma. (laughs) And I'd want the desserts too. And so at that point, by the time the desserts came out, I was already feeling so awful, but it's like I was totally ignoring my body's biofeedback because I'd starved myself all day. So there are two major problems with this mentality. There's a lot of problems with this mentality, but if I were to sum it up into two, this is what they would be. So number one, most of my exercise, food intake during this whole week was constructed and adjusted based on about one to two hours of food intake or one meal. So that's a lot of energy spent orchestrating my life around this one to two hours. The second problem with this is the emotional energy that comes with that. It was incredibly taxing to channel so much energy towards managing my willpower around one meal that ended up leaving me checked out and tired anyway. So I, when I think of it, I really realize now that it set me up for just enjoying the day at like 25% capacity. Like if I think of how much I can get out of a day, you know, sometimes that's my goal. I wake up, I'm like, what, how can I get the most out of this day? Like seize the day, carpe diem. And if I think of that and Thanksgiving in that time period, I was like getting so little out of such an amazing day. And after sitting with my clients for over a decade, I know that my experience like this is not unique. I mean, everyone has a various twist on it. Like some folks really up their gym time that week so that like while people are in town, they're actually like dipping out on seeing friends and family because they're just trying to like rush calories at the gym Um, or other people up their restriction. Maybe you don't know how to consume Thanksgiving food without going overboard. So your emotional energy, like you're just drained this week, or perhaps you're someone that Like it gets caught up in your head with body bullying after a meal. So you just can't even enjoy the meal because you just feel so terrible afterwards. Like you feel like you need to punish yourself and feel like your body can't handle the extra food that you gave it. Or you might be someone that has struggled with an eating disorder before or maybe still struggling. And this idea of mass quantities of food and people, it's like, ah, which is so overwhelming. You don't even know how to handle it without adding in some sort of restriction or exercise purging or utilizing those behaviors. So whatever your experience is on Thanksgiving, guys, my goal here is to give you these three tactical tools to help you navigate this holiday season because I want us enjoying it to a capacity and beyond. <laughs> None of, no more of this like 10, 25% of the day that we're taking advantage of. Like we want to be in every moment, enjoying the day, you know, being able to handle the hard stuff as it pops up because I know holidays are not always easy. Um, not everybody has a wonderful experience when their family gets together. But even so, if that's the case, we need to be present and ready to navigate it um, without turning to food and distraction and letting this stuff pull at our energy. Because we're here for life. We can do hard things. And doing hard things is to be human and allows us to be more, do more, serve more, just really reveal that inner awesome. So, okay. So number one, Ground yourself in the thought that this holiday is about more than just food. So when you find yourself getting really tied up in this attachment to the food, this fear of the food, I want you to like back up and look at it from a bird's eye view. What else is this holiday season about? 
family, friends, giving, serving? Where do your values come in and how can you find ways to live within those values this holiday season? Y'all know if you listen to my any of my episodes, y'all know one of my values, one of my top values is impact. And I love this holiday season because my church, I go to Citizen Church in Albuquerque, New Mexico. They have a campus in Maui as well. They have online services. So if you ever want to tune in, um, I actually host the online service, so you can check it out. Um, I share their stuff often. It's citizen.churchabq on Instagram. But anyways, they do this incredible event this week where we call it Holiday Hope, and they package Thanksgiving meals for families around the city to distribute. And it's just incredible. I mean, over the last few years, they've fed over 60,000 families. And I think it's really cool to do. So my family goes together. We're going to attend the packing party this week where we go and we box all these meals up and then we distribute them the next day. I mean, that is something that's outside of, I guess it's still technically around food, but it's not about us consuming the food. And it it helps me keep perspective on what this week is really about and allows me to live out my values in another way so that this week is, I'm getting more joy out of it. And I'm not tempted to go back to some of my old obsessive thinking and narrow thinking about food and body. So number one is ground yourself in what this holiday is about and how you can live out your values more fully this week. Number two is maintain consistent meals to the best of your ability. And what I mean by this is not jumping on what I used to do, which was the let's reduce as many calories as we can outside of these social events so that I don't feel guilty when I eat. So for example, like Wednesday night's a big night that a lot of people get together, a lot of people go out, there's, you know, College kids are coming back in town. Family starts showing up. So usually there's a big meal on Wednesday night. Instead of making all day Wednesday a time that you restrict or skip meals, let's eat consistently. Perhaps we're more intentional. Like if you're having breakfast on a Wednesday morning, let's make it intentional. Starting our day with some solid nutrition like fruits, veggies, um, an omelet. Maybe we skip Starbucks and the sugar-sweetened latte that morning. (laughs) So those are how we can balance and eat intentionally in the morning so that when we come to the evening, we're not – one, we're not starving. So we're not setting ourselves up biologically to overeat. And number two, we have eaten intentionally throughout the day. So we have some room to have more of the fun foods because we've taken care of our nutrition earlier in the day. The way I think about this is like every day we have to budget our food kind of like we budget our money. It's like we have to prioritize some things that our body requires, like fruits and veggies and protein, just like we prioritize mortgage, gas, utilities. I mean, they're not always fun to pay, but we got to do it because we want heat, right? (laughs) We want a roof over our head. Yet, once we take care of those things in our budget, we have some room to have fun and buy, y'all know I love shoes. (laughs) I'm going to buy all the shoes with the extra money. Same thing with our food. It's like we can be intentional in the mornings and the lunchtime hour where we take care of our body from a nutritional standpoint. We prioritize those things in our nutritional budget. And then in the afternoon or the evening when we're meeting friends, we've got some space to have whatever it is we like to partake in, nachos, drinks, Dessert. I mean, you've got that nutritional space because you've taken care of your body in the morning. So it's a different way of looking at it as opposed to just calories. Like we're looking at how can I still take care of my body? And at the same time, we are feeding our body calories consistently so that we don't set ourselves up to binge. Same thing goes for Thanksgiving Day. If you've ever been like me where we don't eat all day long and then we eat only at 5 o'clock, there is a major 
biological disadvantage that we are putting ourselves in there because we're going into this delicious, hot, carb-heavy meal with low blood sugar. So it is biologically smart to binge at that point (laughs) because our blood sugar is low. And when blood sugar is low and the body has been in a state of restriction for a period of time, it's looking for foods and it's actually our brain is drawing us towards foods that are going to be digested quickly and provide energy and high blood sugar quickly. So that's like carbs, high carbs, mashed potatoes, rolls, like all those things that are so delicious. Yeah, they taste better when you haven't eaten all day because your body biologically needs them. So if you're someone though that feels guilty after that, the best thing we can do is eat consistently still throughout the day on Thanksgiving. So that when you go into the meal, instead of it being this need to consume quantity, we're able to enjoy the food for flavor, taste, and as another meal. Um, That way we break that cycle of overeating and feeling guilty and going into that Thanksgiving Day food coma. So number two, maintain consistent meals to the best of your ability. And you know what? I just want to add one thing here. If for any reason you don't, like let's say... You go out Wednesday night and you overindulge, you had some drinks and you went above and beyond and you feel terrible. That's okay. Instead of waking up Thursday morning and feeling like you have to make up for that and you think to yourself like, oh, I have to skip breakfast now because I overate last night. Let's stop the cycle at the next meal. Like do the next right thing. Don't feel like you need to continue the pattern. Wake up Thursday morning, have your meal like you normally would had you not gone overboard on Wednesday night. So if you want to break the cycle, it doesn't start with next year. It actually just starts with the next meal or next snack. Okay, so we got number one, ground yourself in the thought that holiday is about more than food and find ways to live out your values. Number two, maintain consistent meals. And number three, do listen to your body. Y'all know I'm a huge fan of that biofeedback. We talk a lot about honoring your hunger. And this holiday season, I want to also invite you to honor your satiety. Feel what it's like to enjoy food, both from a physical and an emotional and a taste bud (laughs) standpoint. The beauty of intuitive and empowered eating erupts into your life when you balance both of these together, the hunger and the satiety cues. It's It honestly is a process to get here. It takes time. And above all else, it requires us to maintain this posture of curiosity about our body's biofeedback, not judgment, which is really, really hard to do. Um, But when we can do that, we do set ourselves up to be able to live in this really cool space where we like can go with the flow with what we're eating. Guys, I do walk through this in great detail in my Food Foundations e-course. It's a whole module on hunger, a whole module on satiety, a whole module on balancing discipline and permission. And of course, your customized, personalized fuel plan. But this, for the sake of this podcast and just in this moment and this week, what I want you guys to do is actually feel what it's like to feel full and enjoy it. And find peace and comfort in that. So you can do that in two ways. One is when you eat these delicious foods that you love, whether it's rolls or mashed potatoes or I love, we have this stuff called pumpkin pie to go. It's literally chips and dip in cookie and cream cheese format. Oh my gosh, it's like mind-blowingly good. But instead of having that and just like eating as much as I can because I feel like I can't have any more tomorrow, I'm going to eat it and feel what it's like to, one, feel the satisfaction in my mouth and the taste and the emotional comfort I get from eating those comfort foods. And that happens by doing a check-in while you're actually eating these foods. So while I'm eating my pumpkin pie to go, instead of eating it, you know, 
ferociously like chips and dip, I'm going to actually taste it and enjoy it and talk about how much I like it. Talk about it with my family. Ask my family if they like it. Like I'm going to just suck every moment out of eating that delicious freaking pumpkin pie to go. And then at the same time, feel the satiety factor. And that's going to require me to be present and mindful where I have a few cookies with the cream cheese dip. It's cream cheese pumpkin dip. Like amazing. (laughs) So I'll have a few bites of that. And see what I feel like, you know, give it some time and know that I can go back as many times as I want to. And that permission allows me space and time to listen to my body's biofeedback and feel the fullness. Satiety from both an emotional and physical standpoint. One of the coolest things about implementing these three strategies is that you're able to have like these feelings about Thanksgiving Day foods that are no different than other special occasions. Like we can attach as much excitement to these foods as we want to, yet at the same time, we don't have like fear and anxiety when they come up because it's just another meal. It is just another time and place where we gather around the table and have a meal and share time together. Most of all, I find that this balance between enjoying food, eating enough to feel satisfied, and maybe even slightly over full, but balancing this with enough confidence and faith in my body to manage the new foods, the extra foods, the out of the norm foods. This allows me to remain present with my family and get more out of the day and ultimately the whole season. So I'm not repeating old patterns where I overindulge and then I'm tired and I just fall asleep on the couch and forget about the rest of the day. Like I'm able to be present, have human connections, grow in my relationships with my family and my friends, and just overall make for a better experience for myself, which this is the cool part. When we do this for ourselves, guys, everyone around us feels it. Our family feels it. We're able to give more. Like I guarantee you, I was not working at my church back when I was in the middle of my eating disorder serving other people. Like I was so focused on my own stuff. I couldn't even, I had no space to give to others. And so mastering this is something that allows us to be our awesome and give it more to this world, which y'all know we need. Our world needs it so bad. I mean, if we think about it, Thanksgiving is about more than just food. It's about creating memories, being together, being present, getting ready for Christmas because that's next. (laughs) Sure, there's a lot of fun that we have with food, but it's not the whole reason we gather together. I think of the food at Thanksgiving kind of like we think of Christmas presents at Christmas time. Presents totally are fun and and bring a lot of excitement and enjoyment, but it's not the main reason we get together for the season. Same thing with food. My invitation for you ladies today is to utilize these tips as you navigate this week, these meals, and the big Thanksgiving meal as it's coming up. Make this year the year you are present and you get more out of than you have any previous years. Many people will go into this week with this green light to just go crazy, both from binging, restricting, lack of discipline, extreme rigidity. There is a whole spectrum here, but as we move to the outer ends of the spectrum, we set ourselves up to miss out on real holiday joy and connection. And worst of all, I think this sets us up to be vulnerable to this pendulum swing of overindulging holiday season and then feeling the need to go to some sort of extreme diet or body bullying come January. Not this year, ladies. We're going to be doing it differently. 
If you are looking for more help this holiday season, be sure you head on over to JessBrownRD.com. Grab that free guide to Empowered Eating. Guys, it's my one, two, three step guide. It is a simple process to really jumpstart your empowered eating journey. And if you're ready to really dive in, be sure you check out my e-course, Food Foundations. Again, head on over to JessBrownRD.com. Click on courses and all the information's right there for you guys. I wish you all a blessed week and my prayer for you this week is that you lean into your values more than you do your guilt, your fear, your shame. And I want you to know when I count my blessings this week, I am counting all of you because I am so grateful that y'all are here and joining me and allowing the world to see your inner awesome as you release some of these old habits and patterns you've had with food in the past. Thank you all for joining me today. I'm wishing you all a very happy Thanksgiving. Cheers and happy turkey or tofurkey. (laughs) That's a mouthful. Cheers and happy turkey or tofurkey eating. (laughs) You guys have a blessed week. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review, and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome, Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.